Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Um, I am recording this morning from my front porch. It's super nice outside. And uh, I really hope you've taken time to just enjoy outside, just enjoy um, this beautiful spring that we are having right now. I'm going to go back to Luke chapter 6 one more time. And here's why. I want to just read the passage again. And here's what it says. Jesus was going through the grain fields on a Sabbath. And his disciples picked some heads of grain, or heads of wheat, rubbed them in their hands, and ate them. But some of the Pharisees said, Why are you doing what is against the law on the Sabbath? Jesus answered them, Haven't you read what David did when he had, uh, when he had his companions, or when he and his companions were hungry? How he entered into the house of God and ate the sacred bread, which is not lawful for any to eat but the priests alone, and he gave it to his companions. Then he said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. I was thinking about this because one thing that we are so good at doing, we humans are so good at taking something that God created for good and twisting it and turning it into something burdensome. God created the Sabbath and he designed for it to be rest for us, to give us an opportunity to take a break from our normal labor that we do every day. And um, we turn it into law. We turn it, you know, so here you have some religious people who are saying, well, you know, you're breaking the Sabbath rules. And by the way, these, you know, a lot of the rules that they had, as we've already mentioned, but I want to mention it again. A lot of the rules that they had were not even in the Bible. They were just rules they'd added, rules that they'd made up. And they just turned something that God intended for good and to be restful into something burdensome something difficult so they actually ended up having to work more at following their sabbath rules than they were maybe at their everyday job which completely defeated the purpose for the sabbath the reason i'm mentioning this is because here we are in the midst of this covid 19 crisis and i'm thankful that oklahoma is about to enter phase one of president trump's plan for for uh, reopening the country that's great but we're still dealing with this and we will be for a while God might have intended for this whole thing to be a nice reset for us. But so many of us have actually turned this into more work than our lives were before. And I wonder about that. I wonder why we feel so much pressure deep down inside to be productive and to to meet deadlines. Even in the midst of a crisis like this, I think it probably points back to something in our hearts we are finding our sense of identity in what we do rather than in who we are in Christ. And if we have to cease from our work for a little while, that's very stressful for us because it's not, uh, that's not the way that we go about our lives. It's like a piece of us dies because we can't do our normal work. God wants us to stop and to look to him. I think that's one of the reasons for this COVID-19 crisis and you say, well, are you saying God caused this? No, I'm not saying God caused this, but God uses everything for his glory and for our good. He does not waste a single thing. And so uh, I'm looking to him for the answers and for to, to define this period of time that we're in. But I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God really wants to use this time for all of us to pause and to reflect on him. And I wonder if we've done that well. And so I would ask you to ask yourself, have I reflected well? Have I paused well to listen to God? Have I filled my schedule with just more busyness 
rather than taking the time to just rela to relax and to recharge during this shutdown. Because pretty soon the shutdown is going to be over, and I hope that we aren't going to wish we'd done a better job of using the time that we had for God's glory, what he was trying to do for our good, to help us to settle down and to get out of the cycle of, of having the things that we do be what define us. But rather, he would have us to be defined by our relationship to him, because that is of eternal significance, and it's much more than just a month or even a lifetime to us. That's the word for today.